Good morning, and welcome to chapel. My name is Melinda Berry, and I am a professor of worshiping communities, a class this semester, in which we are learning something about planning worship. So this morning's chapel has been prepared by students from my class, Lane Miller, Jennifer Imhoff, Ross Weaver, Anna Hade, Gina Richard, and they are accompanied by Lydia Short on piano, who is just good enough to volunteer to help out this morning. I also want to extend a special word of welcome to our visitors this weekend, prospective students and their parents. We hope that you um, feel warmly welcome despite the snowy weather. Our theme this morning is Images of God. And in this space and in this time, I invite you to put away your books, your cell phones, and set aside worries about all the things you have yet to do today so that you may abide in God's presence. In stillness, God comes to us. I light this light in the strong name of God who is above us, beside us, beneath us, dancing with us to light, to life, and into spring. Will you pray with me? Everlasting one, you are persistent, as persistent as crocus and daffodils, that find their way through snowy landscapes. May we always find our way to you, our source of life and author of the story of our freedom and joy. Amen. Please stand with me and open your blue hymnals to number 16. God is here number, among us, number 16.
Maybe if you have that kind of question, you ought to talk to Melinda. Come on, Lane. Well, what is it? Well, what do we mean when we talk about God? Yeah, you really ought to talk to Melinda. Lane. Okay, what's your question? Well, I guess it's just confusing. I mean, what do we mean by when we say that God is here among us? We're talking about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? What do we mean when we say that God is here among us? Recently, I have found for myself a new image of God. One of my housemates put this poster on our living room wall, and it always appears to me that the chimpanzee is looking at me every time I come back from class. I came back from a particularly difficult music class and thought to myself, music is so complicated. The people outside of the apartment don't even understand the complexity that goes into it. Now this is true with all majors. The more we get into them, the more we distance ourselves from those outside of them. But I looked at the monkey, and he seemed to be enjoying music a lot more than I was at that point, and seemed to understand it a lot better. And the monkey's grin seemed to say, you have no idea the greatness of what you study. After coming back from a Bible class, I thought the same thing in relation to religion. And the monkey for me has symbolized God looking down with this smirk that says, I encourage all your efforts, but I'm sorry, you'll never really get it. <laughs> I'm sure our professors would tell us that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. God is beyond our comprehension, deeper and more complex than we can understand. And in worship, we have the complex task of imaging God. Now, no amount of inclusive language or literary devices, metaphors, or biblical studies will give us a complete picture of God. In fact, when Moses asked God for God's name, essentially asking the very nature of God's being, God replied, I am who I am. Essentially, I exist, and beyond that, our understanding is limited. Our imagination and language are so limited that no notion we come up with can do justice to the mystery and the majesty of God. At the same time, though, we must approximate God in a way that we can understand and relate in order to have a relationship. This morning, we want to explore some new images with you to deepen our understanding and to strengthen our connection to the image of the divine. God is traditionally understood in the three persons of the Trinity. I invite you to open your hymnals and sing with me number 95, your blue hymnals number 9-5. This rep song represents that tradition through God as the source of life, 
God as word on earth and God as holy flame. Praise God, the source of life and birth. Praise God, the Word who came to birth. Praise God, the Spirit, holy flame, the glory, honor to God's name. From Proverbs 8, 27 to 31. Listen as the voice of wisdom speaks. I was there when the Almighty created the heavens and set the horizon just above the ocean, set the clouds in the sky, and established the springs of the deep, gave the seas their boundaries and set their limits at the shoreline. When the foundations of the earth was laid out, I was the skilled artisan standing next to the Almighty. I was God's delight day after day. Rejoicing at being in God's presence continually, rejoicing in the whole world and delighting in humankind. And I will also be reading from book of wisdom chapter 7 verse 25 and 27 she she is a breath of the power of God although alone she can do all herself unchanging she makes all things new in the past two scripture readings you may have noticed some feminine references to God it's only recently that I've become aware of such texts. I became curious and explored some of their meanings in a book by Matthew Fox called Creation and Spirituality. To my surprise, usages of such pronouns, usage of such pronouns as she, as well as other references to a feminine side of God are not uncommon throughout the Bible. The feminine entity being referred to is known as Sophia a necessary counterbalance to the frequent references to God the Father. Sophia is the mothering side of God and also equates wisdom. 
Sophia is the part of the Holy Spirit that brings life, all new life on earth, in nature and in us. Sophia is the water that flows through all living things, an organic antidote to barren worship and the sustainer of evergreens through the gloomiest of winters. Whoever loves Sophia loves life. Please turn to number 155. 155. O oh God, great womb. I will be reading from the Gospel of John. And I'm sorry, you're gonna have to bear with me with my voice. I have a cold today, so. In the beginning, there was the Word. The Word was in God's presence, and the Word was God. The Word was present to God from the beginning. Through the Word, all things came into being. And apart from the Word, nothing came into being that has come into being. In the Word was life, and that life was humanity's light a light that shines in the darkness, a light that the darkness has never overtaken. The word was coming into the world, was in the world, and though the world was made through the word, the world didn't recognize it. Though the word came into its own realm, the word's own people didn't accept it. Yet any who did accept the word, who believed in that name, were empowered to become children of God, 
children born not of natural descent, nor urge of flesh, nor human will, but born of God. And the word became flesh, and stayed for a little while among us. We saw the word's glory, the favor and position a parent gives an only child, filled with grace, filled with truth. And the word became flesh. The one concrete, physical, actual thing that we can point to and say, this is God, is Jesus. Now granted, none of us have seen the physical form of Jesus. We're about 2,000 years too late for that. Um, But someone has. So talking about the Trinity, the second, second person is the Son, typically called Jesus which is also wisdom and word, Sophia, Logos, coming together to become enfleshed on earth. We're about to sing a hymn that's called, This is a Story Full of Love. And it tells the story of God and God the Son in a slightly different way than we typically do. So I'd invite you to pay attention to how we talk about God, referring to wisdom, word, keystone, key, beginning, end, as we sing in these two dichotomies that go together and make each other whole. We will now sing, this is a story full of love, number 315, number 315. Number 315. And we will have Lydia play the song all the way through for you since this is probably a new one for you. And would you please stand?
Please remain standing. I will now be reading the benediction, um, and after these words of blessing, you are dismissed. May God bless you, the creator working constantly through change, the Christ who came to share and change our lives, the spirit moving in the world and changing it. May God bless you, here and now, and for all eternity.